I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We are part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me today is my good friend, Alex Spears. Alex, what's up? Good morning! Good morning. Oh, man, it's only been a week since the Jazz Thunder game that uh, did not occur. Been a week since the Storm Chasers and Thunder Girls and the halftime show happened in front of a crowd of eighteen thousand people, and everybody was very confused. And uh, I really hope that time starts to speed up a little bit for us, Alex. It's it's been a ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, I've I've been enjoying the solid. Dude, my wife went to uh, the beach. Not she's not out on the beach. She went with one friend, and to, they had to do teacher planning stuff. So oh. I was home alone for three days. Oh wow! And I spent uh, thirty-five of those hours playing the Division Two, oh. <laughs> which is a game about uh, life after a virus breaks out. Is that is that for real? <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> Yeah, and and then uh, me and Luke, uh, we played together, and we I, we called each other, and we talked for like four, four hours at a time. We had a we had a four hour phone call. Wow, where we were just singing to each other the whole time, because <laughs> at some point there's like nothing else to really say, so we would just be singing short snippets of songs to each other. <laughs> uh, like what? Like what are you singing? Uh, we just we would get obsessed with like one song that we only know like five seconds of. So like, uh, there was some Lizzo song we were just singing over and over again, and it was just devolving. And we realized that we can't do this on Twitch. <laughs> me and there has to be other people there because if it's just me and Luke, it's just uh, very obnoxious. That sounds it sounds good at least for a short time. Uh, yeah, four hours. Yeah, for, for, I don't know about four hours, but maybe a good twenty minutes. I, I could take it. Uh, man, so Alex, we are going to continue to produce shows. We've got some really cool stuff coming through the uh, the Down to Dunk pipeline here in the coming weeks. Uh, but today is not going to be part of a series. I think we're going to have kind of some series moving forward. We're going to do the top five series with McKelly on Mondays. Uh, we'll have a series that will start next Wednesday, and then uh, we'll be doing some series-like things on Fridays as well. So, for today, tell our listeners what we're going to do. Today, we are looking back at the season that was by reviewing you and me's, <laughs> you and I's, <laughs> over-unders okay. from, from back in July. Um now, obviously, the season did not complete, so the over-unders are kind of screwed up. So for that, or to correct that, I've gone with the 538 projection. Okay. So we're going to pretend that the 538 projection was the final record for all of these teams. And some of them, like, for instance, the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's obviously already very clear what happened. Oh, they yeah. were an over. Oh, yeah. It wasn't close at all. There's a few teams where it is, like, right there. And so those ones, if they help us out, we'll give them to ourselves. If they don't help us out, we'll ignore them. Um, and uh, what I didn't realize go before, when I told you this idea was I had forgotten that we had split the over-unders <laughs> over across literally seven podcasts <laughs> and not consecutive podcasts either. There was like a Luke and Al show mixed in there. Yeah. There was another episode that you and I did that had nothing to do with over-unders <laughs> for some reason. And then finally, the last over unders pod. It was frustrating because I had to listen to all of those at two times speed, which I never do. And uh, anyways, I had to, I lost one. Oh, you're a one, you're a one man. Uh, I liked soaking it in. Okay. Yeah, 
It's too it's too fast. I mean, I could understand everything, but it was too fast. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I had a document that had all of like this stuff in it. Obviously, when I prepared for those pods, and I of course deleted all of that recently. So I had to go back and listen to it. <laughs> so we're gonna try to get through all thirty teams today. Okay, let's do it. Which if we're keeping it to an hour, we have to keep each team to like two minutes max. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks. They're over under last July, 58 and a half. Woo. Their current current record, 53 and 12. Their 538 projection, 65 and 17. This is one of those where you feel pretty confident, even though they still have to win another six games, they're going to get there. Oh, yeah. They're going to be an over. You chose the over. I chose the under. <laughs> I'm getting off to a bad start already. <laughs> what was your logic for um, the under? Well, one, I said that they were the second oldest team in the league. Okay. True. Still still true. Still true. Also, they were 11-7 and seven the previous year without Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, okay. So I think I was just putting a ton of value on them losing Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Which, you know, it, he's obviously a good player. I he's mean, player. when he's played for the Pacers, he's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on the Pacers, right? Yep, he's on the Pacers. Oh my gosh, I just, I just got really scared for a second. <laughs> um, I think I was just placing too much on that. You, you had a great point. You said I think Giannis is still on an upward trajectory, which sounds sound might have sounded crazy. You know, he just won the MVP. Meanwhile, I was saying things like Dragon Bender was a good pickup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said he's 21 and already has three years of NBA experience. He could be anything. He could be, anything. <laughs> he could be waived that, multiple times this year. <laughs> and that's why I went under. So, you know, I, I don't know. It, looking back, I don't think even you expected them to be this team that had was, could have been in the realm of 70 wins. No. Um, because we felt like their roster had made a downgrade. Mm-hmm. But clearly, they were in the second year of this bud system and were way more comfortable with it, most notably with Chris Middleton. Yep. Yeah, Middleton has been way better than anybody assumed. I mean, just yeah, world's better. Like one of the top 25-ish players in the NBA. I mean, he's been amazing. So, congratulations. You're starting off with a win. Right. Second team, Toronto Raptors, over under was 46 and a half. Oh my. Their current record 46 and 18. <laughs> They're there. They're 5 th- yeah, they are there. 538 projection 57 and 25. So they count as an over. And unfortunately, Andrew, you went under. I did. Mm. You said that you believed in the tank. You oh. thought the Messiah would make moves. This is that's where we were back then. Yeah. We were thinking, oh, Masai still might make moves. He could trade Lowry. Yep. He could trade Abaka. He could trade Gasol. These are all expiring deals. So before the you Lowry also extension? Said that was. Okay. Yes. Okay. You also said, making fun of me for Dragon Bender, you said, I really love the addition of Matt Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds really smart, honestly. Just looking back. <laughs> well, it's funny because... You kind of just chose a random guy. Meanwhile, the Raptors did have a bunch of random guys come out of nowhere. Yeah, with like Chris uh, Boucher, Boucher, and uh, Boucher, and what was the what was the other guy's name? Uh, Terrence Davis. Yes, Terrence Davis. Yeah. Um. So too bad for you. I took the over. Oh I'm wow. a genius. So wow. now we're tied. Wow. Yeah. Listening back, I don't know why I did, because I, I even said that they were a secret tank team, <laughs> but I thought they were good enough. So now we move on to the Philadelphia 76ers, over oh, under no. of 55 and a half. Oh, no. Current record, 39 and 26. Oh. 538 projects them to be 51 and 31, missing their over under by five games. Guess who both went over? Us two guys. Wow. It made sense You said time. Al Horf. Did it? <laughs> it did, I thought. I don't know. Like, it did, because, like, all we were talking... You said that uh, Al Horford is still massively underrated. Yeah. <laughs> and I was saying that I have more issues with the Bucks than the Sixers. That's the part where it, like, doesn't make any sense looking back. Because, yes, we both thought that they were going to have a really good defense. 
and that makes sense back in July. But we could have we could have had the thought that these are really weird fitting pieces and this might not work. Mm-hmm. I don't think we realized how much like Horford was going to play with Embiid. I don't think we realized just how uh, I don't re- how much they lacked shooting. Yeah. And we at that point that was when we were getting videos of Ben Simmons shooting threes or just jumpers in the gym. And right. so we were treating that like a real thing. Which was dumb. Well, and I also just I think that people people in the media acted like the the downgrade from Jimmy Butler to Josh Richardson wasn't it wasn't that big of a drop. And in all reality, yeah. it's a massive drop. I mean, did anybody even discuss Josh Richardson as an all-star this year? Uh, They did not. I mean, not even in the discussion, not even at the table to talk about being an all-star. And Jimmy Butler is clearly one of the best players in the NBA. And so I think that's a huge deal that I I think people didn't quite understand because he hasn't been very good. They also miss J.J. Redick tremendously. Because they don't have a, you're right. They don't have a knockdown shooter, and so they're the fit issues are much worse than I think than than definitely I anticipated. Because they're it's, you knew it was kind of clunky, but it's it's probably maybe one of the worst fitting teams that's in the playoffs right now. And the other thing that we never even mentioned was you know at the end of last season, people were getting pretty uh, fired up about Brett Brown back then. Yeah. You know, so then you give this this coach that a lot of people think could have been fired after last season. You give him an even weirder roster. I feel like we could have predicted it, but we didn't. I ask you, which young Sixers player will play the most minutes between Matisse Thibel, Zaire Smith, Jonah Bolden, and Furkan Korkmaz? Mm-hmm. And you were pretty smart. You chose Matisse, but he lost out to Korkmaz he by did. 200 minutes. Wow. But Matisse did get a lot of playing time, so credit for that. Zaire didn't. No. Okay. He feels like he's needs an, a new situation. And I don't think Jonah Bolden's even on the team anymore. He's not. He got waived. Um, okay. Boston Celtics. Over under a 49 and a half. Ooh. Their current record is 43 and 21. Mm-hmm. Their 538 projection is 56 and 26. So I feel pretty comfortable saying that they are going to be an over. Yep. You and I both went under. <laughs> And listening back, it's so dumb because we were (laughs) so obsessed. We spent so much time talking about Ennis Cantor. We didn't mention Daniel Tice's name once. We didn't say Daniel Tice ever. We were were like, how can you be a 50-win team with Ennis Cantor as your starting center? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Turns out he wasn't their starting center. And we factored that entirely too much into our over-under picks. Because you were even saying, like... I love their core. I think Kemba is probably an upgrade over Kyrie. I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown could both get a lot better. Like, we were right there. But then we just focused way too much on Ennis. We thought Ennis was going to be playing like 40 minutes a night or something. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Tice has been really yeah. good this year. Yeah. So He's that, been really good for them. He has just like a normal, steady defensive center. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's And that's all they... That's apparently all we really needed to see from them last yep. summer. But well, and they've changed their offense so much because it was like a lot of DHOs last year with Horford, and now there's like more isolation and there's more pick and roll and stuff like that with them. Um, their offense is just it's a lot different, and it fits better to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and also uh, Gordon Hayward being able to play is uh, super helpful to them. Right, yeah. Yeah, Gordon Hayward, I mean, I got him very late in my fantasy draft, and he ended up being like a legit fantasy guy this year, other than his injuries. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next one. So that's two in a row that you and I have missed. We're we're both one in three at this point. Oh, no. Uh, Indiana Pacers, over under a 46 and a half. It's not good. Current record... 39 and 26. Yeah. Their 538 projection 48 and 34. Yeah. So this is one of those that's really close. close. But I'm giving it the over. And Andrew, you remember 
you saying at the beginning of the or in the preseason, like I'm down on the Pacers. I was out. I was completely out, gone, done with them. Yep. Well, guess what, Andrew? In July, we both took the over. Oh, we so did? we get it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what happened to me. Uh, I think. I mean, we knew about Brogdon. Yeah. We knew. I think we thought Oladipo might be coming back a little bit sooner, but uh-huh. I, I don't know why we went over. Maybe I found, well, maybe I was completely out because I found out that Oladipo was gone till January. But I don't maybe. know. I don't know. Or anyways, we just get randomly that. changed. Yeah. Okay. And well, we good. we needed that. We needed well, that. I needed that bad. Yeah. So Andrew, I asked you a crystal ball question: Will Sabonis and Miles Turner both be on the Pacers at the end of the season? And you said no. No. They're gonna keep Turner. I did. Yeah, you're wow. a big believer in Turner, and it's, as it turns out, Sabonis was an all-star. Amazing. Yeah, that's bad. That was pre, pre-extension you. as well. Did I say something about how they weren't going to pay him or something? Uh, no, I mean, I think back then we were both still kind of concerned about that pairing. Yeah. Uh, whether it would just... I mean, that's all anyone was talking about last summer. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know if you can play these two guys together, even though they were a positive up to that point in a limited amount of minutes, but... Well, we're dumb. Yeah. But we both got that. We both got in the over. Hey, we got it. I'll take it. <laughs> so we're coming back. We're two and three now. Okay. Uh, next is the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, no. Over under 44 and a half. Current record is 30 and 34. 538 projects them to win 36 games. Oh, boy. Andrew, I hate to tell you this, but you went over. Oh, boy. Meanwhile... Smart guy over here, Alex, went under and said, I am predicting drama for the Brooklyn Nets. See? Nailed it! Genius. You just were going on and on about Karis LeVert, how much you liked him. I like him. Still like him. Still like him. Well, Brooklyn did not have a good season. They're a, like, obvious under. Yeah. Don't even have to... They're under 500. They are under 500. Four games under 500. It's been bad. Yeah, it's been really bad. I mean, players that I mean, they they lost like all the mojo they had before, where it's like, oh, look at this team. And I mean, who would have predicted they were going to fire their coach? You know, midseason. Oh, no one. That Timothy Luwawu Cabarro would play a vital part of their rotation. I mean, it's it is weird. And that also, I mean, I guess maybe we could have seen this coming because Atlanta just kind of dumped him, but Torian Prince just really isn't very good. Oh, we in fact we did not only not see that coming, but uh, I was flabbergasted that someone would give away a three and D like that. Yeah, turns out, but he has he has not been as it. good this year. No, he has not. Um, next one, the Orlando Magic over under a forty one and a half. Ugh, what do you even Cur- do with that? I don't know. Current record is thirty and thirty five. Mm-hmm. Five thirty eight projects them to win thirty nine games. So they're an under. Somehow, Andrew, this is one, and this will come up again and again. You or I did not answer it ever. <laughs> really? There is one. There's a team coming up where we never gave our over/under picks. We talked about them for 20 minutes that I had to listen to, and we never chose. No. So you didn't choose, but I went under. I okay. hated the magic. Yeah. And this was one of my big reasons. So in 1819, their top five players: Vucevic, Aaron Gordon. Uh, Terrence Ross, DJ Augustine, Evan Fournier, they missed a combined nine games that season, that magical wow. season when they went back to the playoffs. Yep. And I predicted that they would not be as healthy. Mm-hmm. And based on that alone, even though I was interested in Markel Fultz, I predicted that they would go under. This season, those five players have already missed a combined 40 games. Wow. So nailed it. That's a stat. And then uh, I gave you a crystal ball question. More minutes, MCW or Fultz? And you said, MCW, no question. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the discrepancy? Uh, oh, I didn't even look it up because I was just assuming that was true. MCW does I mean, play false. a lot for them. Well, uh, I'll look it up. As I'm talking, the other thing we were kind of questioning at that time was, hey, this is a team that should trade for Chris Paul. Like yeah. they would be significantly better with oh, Chris Paul, yeah. and I actually still believe that. Yeah, and they were saying, "Well, we're really excited about Markel Fultz," which obviously both of us are probably a little more excited for Fultz than we were back then. Yeah, uh, Fultz Markel has played eleven hundred more minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Good for you know, good for Markel Fultz because I mean, before this, 
mean, what was his career before this season? We're like this year, like he's okay. He's not a great player, but he's okay. I mean, so his first season, he played 14 games and then 19 games. And then he's already played 64 games this year. Yeah, it's great. So it's a good thing to be wrong about. It is a good thing to be wrong about. Um, so I, I get one on you, but you nothing happens to you because you didn't answer. <laughs> nothing uh, happens to me. <laughs> okay. So Detroit Pistons, over under of 37 and a half. Current record 20 and 46, projected by 538 to win 23 games. So they are a clear under. I said things such as, Andrew, I'm a big Pistons guy this year. No. <laughs> I said things like, I'm feeling a big year for Reggie Jackson. No. Career year. <laughs> and oh, no. I went over, and guess what? You also went over. I did. Oh, no. Was I a Blake but, guy? I'm sure. Uh, you were a Blake guy for sure, but you also said something pretty uh, pretty smart. You said someone needs to give Christian Wood a real chance. <gasps> I did. Wow. Yeah, and that was That was just happening. Wow. As as we went into lockdown. Yeah. He's really so, uh, good. He had a career career night against he did. <laughs> against Gobert. So maybe um maybe you should get a half point for that or something. It feels, like, feels like uh, I deserve some kind of credit for that one. God, we chose over and they are gonna be under by fourteen games. Yeah, that's bad. Pretty good, pretty good. How many games okay. has Blake played? Not many. Not many. In fact, uh, in our fantasy league, I made a trade for him one week before they shut him down. And that was a cool thing. 18 games this year. Yep, 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 yep. Yikes. He's shooting 35% from the field. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Even when he came back briefly um, before he eventually got shut down, it it just wasn't good. I I don't know if he ever is that Blake again. Remember the Clippers trade? Remember the Clippers trade? uh, I do remember the Clippers trade. It was a good trade. Um, okay, next, Charlotte Hornets, who the previous year we passed on, uh, this past summer we actually did choose, mm-hmm. so their over-under was 23 and a half, their current wow. record, current record 23 and 42, Wow! which means that they are projected to win 28 games, so they are definitely an over, and we both took the under, and we're so, I mean, I don't know if we said we locked it in, but I said, I don't even see how you can even think about the over. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, oh, I remember you, you asked me who will be their leading scorer. Yeah, me, smart guy. I said Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. He lost by point two points to a guy we didn't mention once, <laughs> Devonte Graham. <laughs> <laughs> we did not bring his name up once. Yeah, and he was their leading scorer. And I don't know why we would have. His who? previous season, he went from four point five points per game to like eighteen point two. It's so crazy. And it I still is. don't know how good he is. With, no idea. With all that. Because he, he's 38% from the field. I mean, that's You know, that's he's another... I, as I was listening back, I was talking about uh, DeAndre Bembry, how he has an apostrophe at the end of his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Devontae Graham has an apostrophe at the end of his name. He does. Yeah. Who does he belong to? What does this mean? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, it's crazy that... You know, I really did not know who he was before this season. And then yeah. to go back and look and see that he played in 46 games for the Hornets last year, playing 15 minutes per game, but had never never heard of him before. To be fair to our prediction, if he did not exist, how many games do they win? Are they well, like 14 wins or something? Yeah. Because he was that, on that fire was a, at the beginning of the season. Not only was he on fire, but if you look at their on-off numbers – there were really only two major players on their team that were positives. One of them was Devontae Graham, who was like a plus 7.9. Mm-hmm. The other one was Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, who was a plus 18. <laughs> Everyone else was a negative on that team. So yeah, if he if he wasn't there, I'm not... I think our prediction that a Terry Rozier-led team would have been bad yeah. still holds true. Yeah. But unfortunately, we got that one wrong. Okay. Miami Heat... Over under of 43 and a half. Current record 41 and 24. They are projected by 538 to win 51 games. Mm. We did awesome, Andrew. Both taking the over. Great call by us. Although you did say one of the reasons you're taking them is because they have good role players, which turned out to be very true. 
except the names you listed were James Johnson, Justice Winslow, Kelly Olnick, and Myers Leonard. I still stand by that, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out they had all these guys we didn't really know yet, like Duncan Robinson and... I mean, we knew Tyler Hero was, but we didn't know he would be that big of a have that big of a role in his yeah, rookie year. No clue. Um, we we talked about Bam. We even came up with the name Bam Wagon. Oh yeah, for people getting on the Bam Wagon. Um, and I think one of my questions was like, who's going to play more, him or Kelly Olynyk? But so we clearly weren't in the mindset of like this guy could actually like make an All Star game. Mm-hmm. We were not there yet, but we both really liked him. Um, but we still took the over, so we get the point. Which we're going to need. So coming up next is the Washington Wizards. Over under of 27 and a half. Current record is 24 and 40. 538 projects them to win 29 games. Which means that the Zards have gone over. Wow. And unfortunately, Andrew, both of us took the under. I said things such as disgusting roster nasty little team <laughs> i was so out on the wizards i thought there was a chance they could be like one of the worst teams in the league because back then this is before the beal extension mm-hmm. we were assuming that beal was going to get traded at some point they had brought yeah. in all these smart guys into their into their gm room mm-hmm. you know running their franchise now dean oliver is that right yeah dean oliver and uh basketball and paper isn't that his book Okay, anyways. And, uh, <laughs> and and I just thought, oh, they're going to get a huge haul for Beal and get out of this and let's start tanking. It's not what they did. In fact, they probably had a good chance to make the playoffs coming out of the All-Star game, and then they lost to like the Cavs and some other terrible team. Mm-hmm. So we missed that one. Do you have any last thoughts on the Wizards? It's still a nasty little team. I'll say that. It is. Because it's like Beal, Davis Bertans, Rui Hachimura. And then who else? Uh, we were we were really bummed out about their loss of Tomas Santoransky. Yeah. In retrospect, wasn't as big of a loss, yeah, but he, still. He was a, a topic in the summer. He was, indeed. We will come to that. Um, all right, let me move on to the Atlanta Hawks. Over under 33.5, current record 20-47. and 47. 538 projection, 26 wins. I even said, Andrew, I probably shouldn't go over because they're even younger than they were last year. Very prophetic. You said, yeah, but they've got experienced guys like Alan Crabb and Evan Turner. (laughs) And so we both went over. No. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) It was true, though, like, they had some veterans on their team, you know, two seasons ago, whether it was like Dwayne Dedmond, you know, remember him? Oh, yeah. That they is now back on their team. Yep. Um, and they replaced all of these guys. They brought in Jabari Parker. They brought in Cam Reddish. Yeah. They brought in, uh, who's DeAndre Hunter? Mm-hmm. Just all these young guys. It was obvious they were going to be terrible again, and yet we still chose the over for 33 and a half wins. They would have had to, to one. 34 games. <laughs> well, They're eight games off of that. We were clouded by the way they ended last season. I know. And I focused way too much on that, which yeah. is stupid. Shouldn't do that. Yeah. The end of the season is too much. We have, I mean, to me, you just can't, you can't focus on March and April games for bad teams. It's just, I feel like that's happening with the Cavs right now. Yes. Because the Cavs had started to go on a little bit of a run. They got the new coach in. They gave the coach the extension. Everyone's feeling a lot better. We would have made the same mistake next summer. Okay. Chicago Bulls over under 33. Current record 22 and 43. 538 projects them to win 27 games. Again, Andrew, we both went over. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Oh, no. But looking back, they had all these, they had young guys, but you felt like these are young guys we already feel pretty good about. Mm hmm. You know, Lowry Markinen, feeling good about that. I was ready for I thought he was gonna have a breakout season. Yeah. And they had Chris Dunn, who had really finished the previous season really nice. People were starting to get into him. You bring in Kobe White. You have Zach Levine. We were excited, and so were a lot of other people. I mean, people were picking them to make the playoffs. Oh yeah. 
People are all like in the, on the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the bad team that's going to get good. Who was there a bad team that got good? Um I guess it was the Heat, but Yeah, but they weren't that really bad. Count. Yeah. There's not a team in the East that was a bad There's team not. that got good. No. They bad all stayed bad. bad. <laughs> they stayed bad. We should have we should have known. We should remember that. We should make a over under manifesto. Bad teams are always bad. Bad teams are bad. And I think like the end of the season rule, we should call it the Ramon Sessions rule. Yeah, didn't he have 22 assists? Oh, he had just monster games at the end of the season. And then remember how desperate the Lakers were to get him the next yeah. season? And then it was like, oh, we would rather play Steve Blake. Oh, man, Steve Blake. <laughs> I feel like he's probably doing pretty well right now. I think I remember him being really into like survivalist stuff. Oh, yeah. he's in the, And he was an MMA guy. He's clear, clearly in the woods right now. Yeah, he's well-equipped. Okay, next, the Cleveland Cavaliers. 24 and a half over under current record 19 and 46 538 projects them to win 23 games. Now this is one of the few teams where I could actually see them still hitting the over mm-hmm. um, because they were, they were a different team after JB Bickerstaff took over. Yeah. Who knows whether that lasts for another 20 games, but we have to at least allow for the possibility that they won like 25 games instead of 23 games. Yep. But we're going to ignore that for right now because we both took the under. Good. Good. And you you said something pretty smart. You said that you loved Kevin Porter, who at this point, you know, of their young guys, people are pretty high on Kevin Porter, at least in comparison to Darius Garland. Oh, my goodness. Garland has – did you know that he has the worst uh, RPM amongst point guards? Really? Yeah. The worst. Nobody's, Nobody's worse than him. And you know, meanwhile, Sexton actually had a pretty good season. Yeah, he's and he's come on a lot as of late. He's he's on my fantasy team, so I've been following him. He's not like he is not a traditional point guard at all. No, he does not get any assist ever. But he's a really good scorer. Yeah, and at least coming out of college, he was projected to be a good defender, which hasn't really happened yet. But if you have a a guard who can score really well and potentially defend down the line, I think he's gonna be a decent player mm-hmm. there's you a lot know, of I don't there's think... a lot of hate out there for him though there's lots and lots of hate there is and I, I i i don't know actually why that is i think it's because he's not obviously going to be a star mm-hmm. and he was he was the main guy who was traded or who they traded Kyrie for yeah because he was that brooklyn pick so it probably has something to do with that he is not he does not have like the star power that you would want to get back when you trade someone like Kyrie. Also, how much do you really want Kyrie on your team? Uh, anymore? Probably not. I mean, I think we have gone down that road uh, three times now. So if you're not convinced yet, could, now, of course, could, next year, I know we're going to take the over on Brooklyn. <laughs> I know. Maybe we shouldn't. Uh, could Kevin have picked a worse partner for the rest no. of his career? I mean, he could he could have said like, "Oh, I really want to play with Terry Rozier in Charlotte." He could have said, but of like stars, and 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 even more specific star guards. Yeah, I I don't know. Kawhi who, called him. Kawhi called him, trying to get him to go to the Clippers. Yeah, and then we would still have Paul George, and we wouldn't we wouldn't have our our what we didn't know was our dream scenario, but it has become our dream scenario, our magic season. Golly. I really hope we get to see this team in the playoffs. I do too. That's all I want. Let's keep going before we get too sad. Okay. All right. Last one in the East. New York Knicks over under 27 and a half. Current record 21 and 45. 538 projects them to win 25 games. We both took the under. We both. Th- that was one time where we both agreed bad teams are bad. They had a terrible summer. Anyone saying different is an idiot. Mm-hmm. And, and we got that in. So at the end of the East, Andrew. I was seven and eight, and you were four and ten. <laughs> oh, gosh. Rough. But you have you have time to make it up because we're moving on to the Western Conference. That's some bad okay? takes. I started off really good, feeling good. Yeah. I I'd forgotten, but uh, pretty bad. Well, maybe you can make a comeback in the Western Conference. Let us see. <laughs> Starting off with the Golden State Warriors. Oh no! Over under a forty nine and a half current record. 15 and 50, 538 projects them to win 22 games. They're going to miss their over under yeah. by approximately 30 games. Yeah. 
I asked you, Andrew, none, one, or both remember that game. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry will average 30 points per game. D'Angelo Russell will be traded by the trade deadline. And you correctly said one. But you chose Steph averaging 30 points. Yeah. So you lost it. Yeah. Uh, but guess what? We both went under. So okay. right off the bat in the Western Conference, we were on the board okay, with good. a point. Next, Denver Nuggets over under 52 and a half. Current record 43 and 22. Their 538 projection is 53. This is the closest one of any team in the league, only separated by a half a game. It's entirely possible they only win 52 games, at which point they'd be under. But we both took the over, so they are going over. Okay. Back well, to good. back. Back good. to back. Wow. Great start. You're, you're a 2 0 already in the Western Conference. Okay. I'll take Congratulations. it. Congratulations. And we were basing that on. Ton of continuity, true. We thought uh, Jokic could potentially be an MVP candidate, which at the end of the day, I think he probably will be in the top five of MVP voting. We love the Jeremy Grant signing, even though he told us our ship was sinking. He did, and uh, and so yeah, I thought I thought we nailed them pretty well. Yeah, even though they might go under. Okay, Portland Trailblazers over under forty six and a half. Current record, 29 and 37. 538 projects them to win 38 games. Who said, how long are we going to underrate this team? That was you. (laughs) You went over. I killed them every year up until this point, and I just thought, okay, I'm done doing it. Dame just destroyed my team. (laughs) That's true. We were right. I mean, that was right after that happened. So at that point, you got to be like, you got to give them some credit, yeah. Which is probably why you went over. Uh, I did, I did go under though, and I said I hate their depth. Turns out that was correct. Golly, none, one, or both. I said Anthony Simons plays at least twenty minutes per game. Hassan Whiteside plays meaningful playoff minutes. Well, we know the Hassan Whiteside one was wrong, and you said none. But unfortunately, Andrew, you lost because Anthony played twenty one point five minutes per game. So you just missed that by uh, one minute and a half, 90 wow. seconds. Just 90 seconds. And Simons is uh, definitely not the guy people thought he was. Uh, no, he's not. I mean, people were talking about him like this is his breakout year. Yeah. He's going to be their spark plug off the bench. Mm-hmm. He definitely came off the bench. He came off the bench. So that part was true. 40% from the field. Yeah. 33 from three, eight points per game. I mean, people were talking about him as like untouchable. Like, oh, I remember. Oh, if, I remember. If, if they're gonna, if they're gonna move a bigger name, like they can't include Simons. Remember, they're like, we in a Gallinari trade, we cannot yeah. include Simons, kind of stuff. Where that seems silly now. And it's, yeah, now it's, it's almost like, like, I would. Do you want him? You're gonna have to probably overpay him. Do you really? Do you want that guy? Like, I don't know. And he's still young, but this was definitely not his season. No. Uh, all right, next, Houston Rockets. Over, oh under, 54 and a half. Current record, 40 and 24. 538 projects them to win 52 wins. They w- to win 52 wins. <laughs> uh, we both went over, over, Andrew. Yeah. We love them. We said, hey, well, actually, we said we hate them, but they're going to be really good in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And, you know... After about nine games of the super small ball, I think we would have been on pace to hit that over. But with their recent swoon, it now you can't even say that. With I was going to say, swoon might even be kind. I mean, they were just straight up awful. Right. And so now I can't even pretend that, like, I, I mean, maybe they would have turned it around, but I think it's more likely that they stay under that because they would have to win 55 games to hit that over. Mm hmm. So I feel pretty confident saying we lost that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we lost this one. The San Antonio Spurs over under 46 and a half. I didn't even put their 46. current record. 46 and a half was their over under. They are currently 27 and 38. Woo! They're, they're projected to win 35 games. And of course, both of us went over. Yeah. You were very pumped up about Derek White's Team USA experience. Still am. Still am. <laughs> None, one, or both. D- 
DeJounte Murray will make an all-defense team. At least one spur makes the all-star game. Mm -hmm. Andrew, you said none! You got it! Yay! (laughs) DeJounte's not making an all-defense, but unfortunately, we both went over. Man, I I don't even know if we could have seen that one, though. I mean, because... You would have said that the previous year too, like all the same arguments you would make. It's the, the same the team. It's the same yeah, team. It was the same team. Yeah. In f- actually, it wasn't the same team. They were getting Dejounte Murray back. Yeah. Who, honestly, that was the guy who I thought of as like the SGA guy. Yeah. That he was. He was my SGA before we got SGA. Where I was like, everyone's really talking up this guy. Everyone's really excited. Zach Lowe uh, voted him all defensive team in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Like this is going to be huge to bring that guy back after a year off, and he's just been fine. He's not. He's not SGA. <laughs> no, for sure. No. Yeah, not even close. So uh, that was a rough one for us. So you can see it uh, starting to turn a little <laughs> dark here, Andrew, <laughs> and it might continue with the Los Angeles Clippers. Over under a 54 and a half. Current record 44 and 20. 538 projects them to win 58. Andrew, you were quoted as saying, I may look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And Andrew, you were because you went under. I went under. Why? Well, I went over. You were really worried about uh, when is Paul George going to be back, which mm-hmm. is something that was a big uh, theme during the preseason for the Thunder. Yeah. Especially when trying to convince Thunder fans that, like, hey, you might have not wanted that other scenario. Right. Here's why. Yeah. Turns out he came a little back a little bit earlier, but he still was injured for a lot of that season. He's missed a ton of time. Season. He's missed a ton so of time. So I feel like you actually uh, diagnosed that correctly. It just yeah. turns out that they were very deep. And post-All-Star break, they seem to have turned it on. Yeah, they're very good. They're, uh, I mean, it's, they're very there's good. a scenario where they only get to 54 wins. Um but they just it all kind of came together in these last couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it seems pretty obvious they would have gone over. Yep. All right. Next one Sacramento Kings. Oh, no. This, over, is, this is not good, Alex. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's bad. <laughs> Sacramento Kings over under 38. Current 38. record 28 and 36. 538 yeah. projects them to win 37. Yeah. And we both went over. over. Yeah. Now, here's cra- Here's what's crazy. I even said, I'm really worried that this is going to be a sophomore slump. Yeah. I said that. I, I, yeah, I knew you had it. it. You had it. It was right there. It was like, why am I trusting the Kings? Right there for the and, and still, we both went over. Yeah. My none one or both was pretty interesting. It was, Buddy Heald hits 300 threes this season. Mm-hmm. Heald gets extended before the season. Now, you said... I'm choosing one of those, and I think it's going to be Buddy Hits 303. So yeah. kind of a, a pattern there with you. Uh, sometimes <laughs> you get it right, you just choose the wrong one. Which actually would have been right, Andrew, because he has 244 threes right now. He is yeah. on pace for 312. Mm-hmm. So I, he could have gotten there. He's going to get there, yeah. And then he did get extended, obviously, before the season. Yep. Uh, all right. Something to make you feel good, though. The Los Angeles Lakers. Over under of 50. Current record is 49 and 14. Mm-hmm. 538 projects them to win 63 games. And we both went over, Andrew. Have to. Yeah. Have to. We did not believe in Dwight Howard, but we believed in everything else. Yep. We talked about Alex Caruso, how he should have been playing over Samaj Kristen oh, boy. back yep. in the day. Mm-hmm. We got it all right. So there, there's a point for us. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves. Over under of 35 and a half. Oh, my. What the Current record what is 19 and 45. 538 yeah. projects them to win 26 wins. 26. God, I did it again. Projects them to win 26 <laughs> wins. Uh, listen to this, Andrew. Both of us went under. Okay. This was oh. this was probably your best call. You said they need to tank. If I'm them, I try to get a pick for Robert Covington and try to get a guard. Andrew, you nailed it. Yay. <laughs> Except they actually technically got two picks for Robert Covington. They did, yeah. You also said that Jeff Teague is a trade candidate and would probably be gone. Nailed it. Yay. So if we had only done an over-under podcast on the Minnesota Timberwolves, you'd be looking pretty good. <laughs> would have been so smart. And just, just on the T-Wolves. I should just cover the T-Wolves. You should. Go to Canis Hoopus. <laughs> Become one of their writers over at Canis Hoopus. 
Is that that's one of their blogs? Canis Hoopus? Yeah. That's that's like the old school true hoop blog. It still mm. exists. Canis Hoopus. What does that mean? Uh I think they were trying to do like a um you know, like animals have their names, you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you know well, as I was saying it, I was starting to think of plants. I know plants have Latin names. Yeah. Do like the kingdom, phylum, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do that. Oh God, I'm gonna, I sound so dumb right now. <laughs> they do that for animals, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Animal Latin names? Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay, jeez. I should have just said that. <laughs> yeah, Canis lupus. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the Latin name for a dog is Canis lupus. So they changed it to Canis hoopus because they're wolves, which are dogs i guess it's it's so bad because you have oh. to explain that to me it's so bad homo sapiens okay i get it now latin well i'm an idiot moving on to the utah jazz oh my over under 54 and a half current record 40 and 20 41 and 23 mm-hmm. 55 38 projects them to win 51 games andrew you said you know, they got Mike Conley, who mm-hmm. corrects everything that was wrong with this team. Yep. There is no doubt in my mind, is what you said. Mm-hmm. They are going over. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go under, but I, you convinced me in the episode yep. to go over. So we both get it wrong. Yep. Because they are n- probably not getting there. Nope. Even if they had played out the season. No. They would Because we would have beaten them last Wednesday. We would have. We would have. We'd be the four seed. Above Utah and Houston. Yes. That's for right. real. That would have happened. I it mean it's have. it's it's crazy. And it's crazy to think. I mean, if that that didn't sound crazy before the season, but what would have sounded crazy that came true is hey, you know, I'd rather have Schroeder than Mike Conley. Like it would have yeah. sounds like such a homer take and just so bad, just so stupid. But it's true. He he has been worlds better than Mike Conley this year. Worlds. Multiple worlds. Okay, next we've got five left. Five left. Dallas Mavericks over under 41 and a half. Current record 40 and 27. Projected to win 48 games. Andrew, we both went under. This was the one I was most disappointed in myself. Hmm. Because I've... We we have been big Luca believers from the beginning, big time. I think what we were worried about is is Porzingis going to play? Like we we didn't know anything back in July, and because of that, we were looking at the rest of the roster. Like who am I supposed to get excited about here? You know, yeah. we were talking about Tim Hardaway Jr., who turns out had an awesome season. But we were mm-hmm. like, is is that really going to be their third best player? And you're wanting me to pick them to be a above 500 team? Yeah. Uh, my none one or both. Yes, <laughs> yes. The answer was yes. None one or both. I asked you. Uh, the Mavericks have a top half offense this year. The Mavericks have a top half defense this year. Mm-hmm. And you were so close to getting it right. You were talking about how good you thought their offense was going to be, but you still went with none. Mm-hmm. They Turns have- out they had the number one offense in the league, seventeenth ranked defense. So it was only one. Yeah, historically great offense. Yes. Okay, next one. New Orleans Pelicans, over under of 39, current record 28 and 36. 538 projects them to win 40 games. So this is one another one that's really close. Mm-hmm. And I would probably lean on the side of over since they were playing a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. But this was one of those where neither you or I ever made a pick. <laughs> We talked about it for 15 minutes, and at the end of it, we signed off. Said, see you guys next week. So that's a N-A for both of us. Good. How, what, were we positive, negative on them? Um, I, th- I mean, looking back, I can't even say. I don't even know what I would have said back then. I yeah. mean, we, we, we liked Zion, obviously, and this was before his injury, so we thought he was going to play most of the season. Um, we liked a lot of their signings. We liked J.J. Redick. Mm-hmm. I, we obviously would have never predicted what happened with Brandon Ingram. I, w- I do not think either of us was expecting him to no. blow up in that no. kind of a way. No way. Or for Lonzo Ball to become like a real NBA player yeah. and a real shooter. Yeah. 
So who knows? I, I have a feeling I probably would have gone under mm-hmm. like an idiot based on based on our choices so far. We probably would have both <laughs> just gone based under. on my general stupidity when it comes to over unders. <laughs> I think I picked the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next one is Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Over, uh, over under of twenty seven and a half. Current record thirty two and thirty three. Five thirty eight projects them to win thirty eight games, and we both went under. They have a better record than the Nets. That is correct. Isn't that wild? I mean, that's wild. Uh, listen to this: none one or both I gave you. Oh no! Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is their highest scorer. Uh-huh. Josh Jackson will have at least a fifteen. P-E-R. Okay. You said one. You thought Jonas would be their Jonas would be their highest scorer. Mm-hmm. Turns out they have a lot of guys on their team. He was fourth yep. behind Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, and Ja Morant. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing to me was Josh Jackson almost hit 15 PER. No. He'd gotten to 14. No. Yeah. He didn't get there. So it ended up being none for both for, for that one, but Pretty crazy. Josh Jackson might be a, a genuine reclamation project. He's been he's been our eyes. he's been decent for them. Yeah, and, and, and that's the kind of guys you should go after if you're if you're them. Great lottery pick. Let's try him out. And that's what the Thunder did that before. So I expect them to continue to do stuff like that. So, and especially because on that team, like they already have their two stars. They got guys like Dylan Brooks and Brandon Clark. Like they don't really need Josh Jackson to be a fourth pick or whatever he was. No, you know. No, if he if he can play defense and just be like a defensive stopper at some point and a in transition scorer, I think that'd be fine. He'd probably stick in the league. Yeah, no, I lo- I love what they've done with their team. And they've done such a good job just gathering There's guys. So many young guys. It's it's crazy to think about when all those guys start coming up for contracts. Oh, because they have a lot of rotation young guys, yeah. like guys that you already think are going to be long term NBA players. And young yeah. guys tend to get paid, so it'll be interesting. Like, what does Dylan Brooks make? Uh, well, they already signed him, right? Oh, they did sign him. Yeah, they signed him to an extension. He's yeah. eleven. He he bumps up from one point six to eleven point four next year. Yeah, and you figure both Jaron and Ja will get maxes. I mean, this is all like four years away, three years away. Yeah, whatever, but Brandon Clark still. getting the max. Max. <laughs> uh, okay, Phoenix Suns. We got two left. Over under twenty nine and a half. Current record twenty six and thirty nine, projected to win thirty three games. Mm-hmm. Andrew, we both went under, mm-hmm. but you did say this: if they win twenty six games, which is literally the amount of games they won, mm-hmm. that will be a massive improvement for them. Yeah, but it turns out they were going to win a lot more than that, probably. Yeah, my none one or both was very funny because it was uh, Monty Williams will be the head coach n- next season because they've had five coaches in five seasons. Or, or and or, DeAndre Ayton will play at least half of his minutes at Power Forward. You remember that story? <laughs> yes. I and do. Uh, I looked it up. He played a grand total of 1% of his minutes at Power Forward this season. Good. Good. Probably led to wins for them. He's also only played 25 games. That's true. Or 30 they games. Probably, no, 30 they were about to unleash the Power Forward Ayton. Yeah, that's right. It was just coming coming down the pipeline for them. Devin Booker. How old is Devin Booker? Uh, I would say he is 23. Yeah, that's right. That just seems very young still. Super young. He's kind of got that uh, Stephen Adams thing. Remember when Stephen Adams was like 23 forever? Yeah. Yeah, Booker, I, I, it's, it's unbelievable that he's still 23. Yeah, man, if you draft an 18-year-old and they turn out to be good, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. And he just turned 23. It's not like, I mean, he turned 23 in October. So he's got he's got time. He's still got lots of time to be 23. Him and Dragon Bender, man, they could be anything. <laughs> All right, the final one, Andrew. Final one. Are you excited? Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. Let's end on a high note. Let's end on a high note. Over under of thirty over under over over under <laughs> over under of thirty one and a half. Yep. Current record forty and twenty four. Five thirty eight projects them to win fifty games. Woo! Andrew, we both went over. 
We did it. Wow, we did it. We nailed it. Though I did say I would peg it at 33. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if we went over, it was like I slightly over. Just because I don't know when they're going to trade Chris Paul. Probably something like that. Uh, yeah, it was exactly that. Um, and you said, hey, by December 15th, they're going to know if this team is real or not. Yeah. And I think I think that was exactly like the point at which we realized it. Yeah. First, first, second weeks in December. Yeah. All right. Do you want? Do you want to hear the damage, Andrew? Uh, I don't know. Ye- so, yes. No. I don't want to, but I will hear it. For me, Eastern Conference seven and eight, Western Conference seven and seven because wow. we didn't pick the Pelicans <laughs> for a total of fourteen and fifteen. Wow. Well done. Under five hundred. Still would have lost anyone money. Yeah. But uh, compared to you. Pretty good. Yeah. Because you went four and ten in the Eastern Conference, yeah. five and nine yeah. in the Western Conference for a total of nine and nineteen. Now, some would say though, being nine and nineteen is just as hard as choosing nineteen and nine. <laughs> so if you think about it that way, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like the most realistic scenario is what I did, which is basically hover around five hundred, mm-hmm. and you feel kind of good about yourself but you really shouldn't yeah because just like throwing darts at a dartboard with some of this stuff Mm -hmm. so i would say you know you did terrible i did terrible you did terrible in an impressive way i was on the precipice of doing great if i had just chosen the opposite if you were andrew do a 180 shellac (laughs) then you'll get 19 and 9 next year that's right yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of really bad takes in there. There were, there's been a lot of unexpected things that happened this season, though. It's true, and I, and I do think that as um, as we get further into like the whole league changing teams every year, it's just going to get harder and harder to project these over unders. Yeah, no question. Especially after last summer. Last summer right. was one of the the biggest ones. I mean, it's it was insane. I mean, if anybody would have predict predicted that the order of the Western Conference this year. I mean, if I told you at the time of doing the over-unders, hey, I'm going to read you March 10th. Here's the standings. And it's Lakers, Clippers, Denver, Utah, OKC, Houston, Dallas, Memphis. You would have been like, you're nuts. Yeah, the first four, I would have been like, okay, okay, makes sense. And then everything after that. Yeah, and say Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, Minnesota, Golden State. They all miss. You're like really, yeah. all of them? They all miss? No, couldn't be. Yeah, it's been a. It's especially in the Western Conference. It's been an odd season. It hasn't been that odd in the East. I just was really bad. Yeah, the East. We we should have just if we had gone in with the mindset that there's a ton of bad teams in the East. Yeah. So we need to take the over on all of the good teams. Yeah. That would have basically gotten us the Bucks, Raptors. We still would have gotten the Sixers wrong, but like Celtics, Pacers, mm-hmm. we would have gotten pretty much all those. Yeah, we would have. Remember all the Orlando hype preseason? Lots yes, of magic. I do. Lots of magic hype. Lots of Zach Lowe magic hype out there. It was too much. It was way too much. And that and what's crazy is that uh, you would say, "Wow, the Fultz thing worked out like a hundred percent. Like that was awesome." Yeah. And and we weren't even projecting that. So if you had told people back then that hey, the Fultz thing is going to work work out, people would be even more excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. And I think hopefully we get to see a playoffs this year, but next year will be really interesting to to predict who's who's going to be where. I think there's yeah. It's like how much better does Memphis get, and is there a sophomore slump for Memphis? Like how do you predict them? for next year and then the blazers have a lot of work to do i mean there's just a lot new orleans where do you put new orleans where do you put the the warriors next year with their squad there's just a lot it's just rem- the league it's a shame that we are where we are in the world right now with the coronavirus and everything because i do think that the league is very intriguing this year and then moving forward i think there's a there's a lot of intrigue and and really there's not many silver linings with this, but I think that peop- more eyes will probably be on the NBA when it does start back up again, whether it be the playoffs or next season. So, right. Um, I think it would be be very interesting. Uh, anything else? Any other stupid things I said? 
Uh, no, I think I wrote down every single dumb thing you said. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our show. You can follow Alex on Twitter at AlBabyCakes. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Schlecht. Follow our podcast at Down to Dunk. Continue to join us Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll probably have some kind of a Twitch show uh, that probably won't be a podcast, but just us hanging out, playing video games, or just chatting. So, if you want to follow us, I believe that the profile is uh, down to dunk. So go search for that. You can follow us. There's nothing there yet, but I'm hoping to have some stuff uh, rolling there soon. Have a great day. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay home. And we'll talk to you guys again on Friday. <laughs>